0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast this week. We are talking about public humiliation again today, part two. So last week I did an episode on public humiliation, part one, and we talked about how the fear of public humiliation keeps you from achieving your dreams and desires And I wanted to continue that conversation a bit more today. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, make sure you go back and listen to that one too. Also my first online anxiety course for teens is launching in January. And I'm so excited you guys, it's going to be a six week program with a video lesson from me each week with exercises that teach you how to apply the concepts that I'm teaching you each week and. I am going to be with you every step of the way in this program so that when you have completed this course, you will feel so much better in so many aspects of your life. So it's coming soon. Stay tuned. All right. So let's get into talking a little bit more about public humiliation this week. Last week, I talked about dreams and desires and goals or whatever you like to call them. Now, when I talk about dreams and goals, it is really important to understand what I mean by this just because if we fail to recognize that we have dreams and goals in our lives, then we end up falling very short of our potential. Part of being human is having our amazing brain. And with that amazing brain, we love to be creative and grow and learn and become more than we are. And that's not to be confused with like, become a better version of who we are or like increase our value because our value actually never changes But with our brains, we just love to be more and to do more. That's just part of how our brains are made. We are constantly looking for ways to evolve and become bigger and better and faster, make our lives easier and improve. So this is a part of everybody's makeup. It doesn't matter who you are. That's just a part of your brain. And many of you are ignoring this part of yourself. And so I really want you to just allow yourself some space this week to let yourself think about what those bigger, better, easier, faster things for you are and what those might be. So maybe for one of you, it is to try out for the basketball team, or maybe find a best friend this year, or get a better grade on your math test, or Maybe even just get through Spanish class without having a panic attack. That's actually a really big goal for many of you is to get through certain classes at school without having panic attacks. So whatever it is for you, I want you to recognize what it is. What are your desires and dreams in your life right now that will push you to the next version of yourself? It doesn't mean you have to even do these things, but you are letting your brain allow them to be there. I've always wanted to be a doctor. I also want to be a professional pickleball player. I want to make a million dollars in my business in one year. I want to cure teens of mental health struggles. There are so many things that I want, so many desires that I would love to pursue, It doesn't mean I have to go out there and achieve each one of them right now, but I allow my brain to have the space to just let them be there. Sometimes we think that if we let our brains and we let ourselves want things, then we have to accomplish them. And if we can't accomplish them, then that means we are a failure. So we don't even let ourselves dream. But I want you guys to understand that dreaming and wanting things doesn't mean that we are going to be an automatic failure. Think about what you want in your life and hold some space for your brain to dream. And I also want you to think about how public humiliation is keeping you from striving for those things that you want. One of the best examples of public humiliation that I have seen is the movie Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. If you guys haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend it. It's super funny. It's a story about this boy, Alexander, and every day is just absolutely horrible for him. It's like nothing ever goes right for Alexander. And so for his 12th birthday, he wishes that everyone in his family has a horrible day just like him so that they can just like understand what it is like to be him or to have a horrible day because nothing ever goes wrong for any of the other family members. It's just him. And so he wants everybody to just appreciate what a horrible day really feels like. In this family, we have the dad, and he is really wanting to get a new job because he got laid off. We've got the mom who is trying to advance her career. She's trying to get a new position at work with this book launch that she's been working on. We have the older brother who wants to get his license because he is 16, and so he's working on that and so he has to take his driver's license test. And he also is wanting to take the school's hottest girl to prom. And then we have the sister who is wanting to be the star lead in the school play, and she's been working really hard on this. And then we have Alexander. He just wants to be cool and have people come to his birthday party, especially his crush Becky. And He just wants to have a not horrible day. And so in this movie, each of the characters, they have this school, they have this thing that they're trying to pursue in their life that they want to achieve and just become a different version of themselves. I love this movie because as each of these characters are going through their own public humiliations, there are some really good lessons about handling public humiliation along the path of trying to accomplish what you want to accomplish. The first lesson we really talked about last week is that for many of us, public humiliation is what stands between us and our goals. And if public humiliation wasn't even a thing, many of us would actually be the person that we really wanted to be. Whether that is doing like a job interview because you want to get a job and earn money or trying out for something new or even talking to a specific person. Or sometimes it could just be saying no to something that we really have always wanted to say no to. So we let public humiliation get in the way of being who we want to be. And the second part about public humiliation, and this is the part about what I love this movie about is that public humiliation is all about what we perceive about the situation. It really is all in our own head. You get to decide whether you are publicly humiliated or not. So one of my favorite characters in this movie is the dad because it doesn't matter what happens to him. He just owns it. He rolls with it. He owns every situation he gets put in that could be seen as humiliating. But he doesn't see it that way at all. His daughter throws up on him after her play just because she, like, drank too much cough syrup. And so he has throw up all over him and he has a job interview to go to. And so he has to throw on a pirate shirt from the high school theater closet and head straight to his job interview in this pirate costume. And the potential future employees, they comment on his shirt and they kind of like make fun of him a little bit, but He is so confident in what he is wearing. And since he is confident in it, the other guys in the room, they embrace his personality. They embrace his outfit and they end up just loving his style and loving the way that he looks too because he embraces it first. That's one of my favorite things about the movie is just really owning the public humiliation in any situation. When my babies were younger, Everywhere I went with them, I had a baby stroller, and then I always carried multiple baby blankets with me. When you are a mom and you do laundry and you are washing baby blankets, you just throw them in the washer with all the other clothes. And for some reason in the laundry, certain clothing items would always stick to my baby blankets. On more than one occasion, I would be with my babies at a park or a playground or somewhere with other people, and someone would be like, whose underwear is that on the playground? And I would be like, oh my gosh, it happened again. (laughs) My underwear would get stuck to my kids' baby blankets in my probably very imperfect (laughs) process of doing laundry. And this would happen like at doctor's offices or certain appointments. And you guys, it was my underwear curse. (laughs) And instead of choosing to be publicly humiliated, I just owned it and I laughed. Because it really was so funny, and it always allowed me and whoever I was with to laugh and share other funny stories about being a mom, and it just really allowed me to be like, yeah, this is who I am. My underwear sticks to my baby's blankets, okay? I'm not perfect. What if each of us weren't afraid of those publicly humiliating situations that arise in our life, and we ended up owning them? What if when we first met someone, we introduce ourselves as like, Hey, I'm Sammy. My underwear always sticks to my kids' baby blankets. If you see my underwear on the playground, yeah, that's me. Or, Hi, I'm Jesse. In Spanish class, gives me panic attacks. Or, I'm Parker. I tried out for the basketball team and I didn't make it, but I'm going to keep practicing and try again next season. Or, Hey, I'm Maya, and I get really nervous reading out loud. Imagine how much compassion we would all have for each other and how much more normal we would all feel if we just owned who we are and we owned our situations when we are publicly humiliated. Public humiliation, it probably would end up not even being a real thing. It would much more be just like imperfect humans learning how to navigate life and learn from their mistakes, or all of us just getting together and laughing about all the funny things that happen to us when we're growing up, okay? It takes all of the humiliation away when we accept ourselves, our dreams, and own those things that we can make into embarrassing stories, but instead embrace them. I have worked with so many clients who work themselves up so much about public humiliation and others judging them and other people's opinions about them and what other people are going to think about them in certain situations. Whether you have a health issue that you don't know when it's going to like strike up at school or you have panic attacks and have to leave the classroom and people are staring at you, or whether you threw up in class last year, Actually, a lot of teens, you guys fear throwing up in class or throwing up at school and people watching you. Whether it is one of those things or whatever your thing is, figure out how you can own it. Like, yeah, I'm the kid who threw up in class last year. Did you see the range I got on it? The janitor said it was the most epic throw up he's ever cleaned up. How can you own that situation? Owning any situation will kill any power that public humiliation has over you. Okay, and I want to say that one more time just so you guys can really soak that in. Owning any situation will kill any power that public humiliation has over you. So how cool would that be if we could just embrace public humiliation and be like, yeah, this is just a part of growing up. This is who I am. My question for you guys this week is, What is it about you that you can own, be proud of, and accept about who you are that will remove the fear of public humiliation in your life? How can you squash the power that the fear of public humiliation has over you? So I really want you guys to think about that and figure out what in your life can you own so that you don't consistently have that fear of public humiliation. Don't let it stop you from being who you want to be and fearing the world around you. All right, you guys, have a great week. I will see you next week. Hey guys, do you want more? If you are ready to work with me in one of my coaching programs for teens, check out my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com. Whatever you are struggling with, whether big or small, I can help. We learn so much more in my programs than what is offered here on the podcast. Come join me, you guys. See you soon.